Wowza, wowza, wowza. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to week eight of Pigskin Lover, the Earl podcast, inappropriate Earl Mel, Melly Mel Mel TV live. This is JB Bubala. I got the boys in the house. What's up, guys? Uh, we're in the house, baby. What's up, Earl the Pearl? Well, Tom Brady's getting divorced, so all you whores, get ready. <laughs> Jesus, you have such compassion for a man who's not only getting killed on the football field, but now having personal issues. Yeah, so hundreds nice of millions of dollars, probably the best-looking 45-year-old guy on the face of the earth. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel real bad for the guy. <laughs> Greatest yeah. quarterback of all time. It's not yeah. even. There's not even a number two. You could say, well, maybe it's this guy. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I right. don't feel sorry for him. And all you gold-digging guys, get ready to... Take Giselle out to dinner. I mean, I will say, guys, I got to give Earl a little credit. He and I have been talking on the side here. The guy's on fire, Earl the Pearl. He was 2-0 and on Thursday night. He had Baltimore to the over. Exactly what he said was, was Tampa Bay wasn't going to stop Lamar Jackson. He was 100% right. So this guy might be sizzling today. So we got to keep our eyes on him. Sizzling, Earl. Well, I mean, some games play out like they should, and then others, like Carolina beating, uh, blowing out the uh, Bucks. Panthers. It's an anomaly. So it's crazy. Yeah. It's a very hard year, actually, because you got good teams, you got a lot of bad teams, and bad teams playing better. Good team. You look at the pack uh the Packers and the the Bucks. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. Look at the Jets and the Giants. Yeah. 100%. It's one of the strangest years of all time. By the way, if somebody would have said the Jets were gonna be where they were and the Giants were gonna be, what do you think the odds would be? Probably oh. ten thousand to one. Uh you'd be the you'd be better chance to go to the moon. I mean, if you would have said any year on planet Earth that Tom Brady would be outplayed by what's the guy's name on the uh, Panther? TJ Parker, PJ Souls. Well, that doesn't matter. PJ Walker. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Jimmy uh, Walker. TD Parker was OJ's character yeah. on Jacob Emrani. Wait, what? <laughs> Get that guy to sponsor the podcast. Um, so, guys, we're gonna dive. We're gonna dive right in here. We're gonna dive right in here. We're gonna talk a little football. Crazy, crazy week last week. Mel was one and two. Earl was two and one. I was one and two. Really, really tough week. I had Tampa, Houston, and Seattle. Boy, Tampa laid an egg for most. The survivor pools are getting killed. Houston looked really good for three quarters and then just crapped out. And Seattle, like I said on this podcast, and Geno Smith was going to win that football game. Earl had Pittsburgh, Gino. Tampa, Pittsburgh, Tampa, and the Jets. And Mel had Detroit, Washington, and Houston. So we're going to dive in. We're going to talk this week. Let's dive in and let's talk a little football here. We're going to start with the London game on Sunday morning. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars going across the pond to play Nathaniel Hackett's Denver Broncos. Jacksonville lost 23-17 to the Giants. They Again, once again, the Giants come through late and win the football game. Jacksonville lost by six. They had a shot late but couldn't do it. The Denver Broncos coming off a 16-9 loss to the Jets at home. They've looked anemic week after week. Denver gets Russell Wilson back on Sunday uh, in London. The line, the Jaguars are two and a half. It was three and a half. It dropped to two and a half with Russell coming back against the Jaguars. This is an interesting game. I'm going to start with Earl the Pearl on this one. Uh, it is an interesting game. There's no home field advantage, obviously. Uh, I think whoever wins this game will uh, be whoever traveled better over there. You know, it's, it's had a wacky time for those guys. 
you know, Russell Wilson is coming back, but the Broncos are so bad. They might as well get Russell Peters to be the quarterback. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to go with Jacksonville. I don't want to steal Mel's lines here, but, uh, I would stay away from this game. There's just too much unknown on both sides, but, uh, a lean with Jacksonville in a 15 to 12 game. All right. By the way, the total in this game is 39 and a half. I would definitely take uh, the under. All right. So Earl is leaning Jacksonville and leaning, but it seems like he likes the under a lot. Well, it, I mean, it's two anemic offenses. Right. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how this game goes over 40 points, but, you know, it's a weird year. Yeah. We'll see. Mel? I was going to say the same thing that Earl said. I, you know, I, I'm just thinking in like the matchups and the low scoring that these two teams have done. It screams under like crazy. Uh, you know, it's not it's not a play for me, but uh, you know, I think that that's something to think about, all you gamblers out there. Funny field, Wembley Stadium does funny things. gets a little gets a little wet and moist this time of year in the fall and a little swampy. So I would say under, but you know, that's it. Stay away. Stay away. Yeah, I'm, to be honest with you, my lean is Denver. Uh, Both teams have dropped four in a row. Um, You know, Russell's coming back. I, 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 you know, Jacksonville does have the advantage of being probably the most successful team. They used to, you know, they had a residency in London. When the London game started, Jacksonville was playing every year there and actually was winning. Um, I personally, in my gut feel, this is the bounce back game for Denver. Um, I wouldn't bet it. I would lean to Denver. Um, I also think it's a good teaser play for people. It will probably not be in my teaser, but it is a good teaser play. I would lean with the Denver Broncos. Just FYI, the public is more on Jacksonville. 64% are on Jacksonville. 36% are on Denver. So I'd go a little contrarian with this. On to the next game. We're going to Atlanta. The Atlanta Falcons, who have been the surprise this year, Finally came back down to earth last week. They lost 35-17 in Cincinnati to Joe Burrow and the Bengals. They're trying to rebound, and oh, wow, the Carolina Panthers with a no-name quarterback, no coach, losing Robbie Anderson, go up, and they win the football game 21-3. And McCaffrey. And McCaffrey gone. They win 21-3. Atlanta, here's what's stinky about this game. The line opened six Atlanta. It's down to four. So some sharp money has come in on the Carolina Panthers in this game. Melly Mel, what do you think? I love my Panthers. It's a rivalry game. I would, you know, just bet with my heart with the Panthers. It's not a play for me, but this is just ugly to me. You never know what could happen here. This is a big rivalry game between these two. The cities are three hours apart, so. Same division, but stay away. All right, I'm going to jump in on this. Early in the week, I thought this was going to be my play of the week was to take the Atlanta Falcons. You get Carolina who blew their wad last week. Atlanta coming off a loss, a perfect home spot for them to put the whooping on the Panthers. But when I saw the line go from six to four, it paused me because why, if it looked so easy, is Vegas taking it from six to four? It's a question you have to ask yourself. It's a no play for me. I would lean Atlanta, but I am now off the game. Earl the Pearl? Well, there are two key injuries in this game, A.J. Terrell and Jalen Hawkins. So I like the Panthers. Um, Wow. You know, they can get first place if Tampa Bay loses Thursday. So uh, they're motivated. I mean, Atlanta's kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team, but even usually I'll go with the home team in a close game, but I like the Panthers. God, how crazy is that that we're talking about 
that the Panthers, if they win this game, could be in first place. I mean, it is That's shocking. Insane. 50% straight on bets, 66% of the money on Atlanta. So bigger bets are on the Falcons. Um, but, you know, again, tough game this week. On to Dallas. The Dallas Cowboys coming off a 24-6 fourth quarter stomping of the Detroit Lions. They play at home against the Chicago Bears, 33-14, Monday night win, short week for Chicago, beating the New England Patriots by 19. They go in, you got Dak back. Interesting game. The line is nine and a half points. We'll start with Earl. Uh, I like the Bears. This is a play for me. I like the Bears with the nine and a half. I just think that, uh, you know, Prescott didn't, he didn't look amazing, to be honest with you. And uh, I think Fields is starting to find a bit of a groove. And uh, Bears have a pretty good defense, although uh, Dallas is running the ball a little bit better now. But uh, I like the Bears. Nine and a half, that's a lot of points in a pretty close game. Okay, by the way, the total, I forgot to mention, is 42 and a half. Ooh, that's, that's a tough one. It's going to land right around there. So Yeah, you're you on know. the, you like, you like a play on Chicago. Yes. All right, Earl the Pearl. Five. Mel TV Live. Oh, I'm sorry, Mel TV Live. I'm going to go with the Monsters of the Midway, too. This is a play for me. Wow. Whoa, whoa. Justin Fields is looking like Ronnie Fields. And if you don't know who Ronnie Fields is, listeners, Google him. He's a badass. But I think that he's got some confidence, this young kid. And I think they're going to go into Dallas and surprise some folks. So it's a play. Chicago Bears, baby. Interesting. You know, this game for me is... I'm going opposite these two guys. I am not making it a play, but it's going to be one side of my teaser. I am going to tease the Dallas Cowboys down to minus two and a half. We'll come back to the other side a little later. I think this is a complete bounce back game, or this is a game where I, not a bounce back. This is where the Bears come back down to earth. They're on a short week. They beat the New England Patriots. They go into Dallas. Even though Elliott is out, I think Dallas, my lean would be Dallas will cover. And I think they definitely do not lose the game. I do not see the Bears going back-to-back -back weeks on the road and winning. So we will see. By the way, the split on that game, just so everybody is aware in this game, you got 62% of the bets are on the Bears, but 72% of the money is on Dallas. So I think some of the bigger bets are on Dallas. We'll see what happens. We got a double play from these geniuses next to me. We'll see what happens. On to Detroit. The Detroit Lions and the Miami Dolphins. The Lions gave up the game last week, as we told you, 24-6 in Dallas. The Miami Dolphins barely held on and beat the Steelers 16-10 on Sunday night. DeAndre Swift is back for Detroit. Um, the line is 3.5. Miami favored over the Lions. We're going to start with Mel on this. Um, I've got no interest here at all. I mean, the Lions, the Lions just showed us who they really were last week as, at Dallas. And the Lions, Lions hung in there a little bit, but they just became the Lions again. They just be, keep becoming the Lions week in and week out as the season goes on. Stay away from this one. Earl the Pearl? Uh, this is a tough game because, you know, I, I really think if the Steelers had uh, T.J. Watt last week, the Dolphins would have lost. Uh, you know, Tua looked okay in his return. But uh, I like the Lions. They're another Jekyll and Hyde team. And I think at home they like to put up big points. So I would uh, take 
the Dolphins. I'm sorry, I would take the Lions in this one. It's a lean, but go with the Lions. So I'm in agreement with Earl. I think this is a total bounce back spot for the Lions. It's not going to be a play for me. They've played four close games to start the season. They now lost 29-0 at New England, 24-6 at Dallas. I mean, I think this is a game that they're coming back. They get their star running running back back. Miami has not shown me that much. I did not think that they played well on Sunday night. They almost lost that game. They were handing the game to Pittsburgh in the second half. And I think this is a potential for the Detroit Lions to win the football game. I would easily lean to the three and a hizzy and uh, take the Detroit Lions on a lean. Just so you guys are aware to give you the splits on this game on the breakdown between the Lions and Dolphins, 62% of the bets are on Miami. 58% of the money is on Detroit. So again, a little more of the smart money, it seems like, is backing the Lions. On to the next game. We go to Minnesota. The Minnesota Vikings against the Arizona Cardinals. Minnesota 24-16 over the Miami Dolphins. Last week, the Arizona Cardinals on Thursday night showed a little bit of life, 42-34 to in a crazy game against the Saints. The Vikings are giving three and a half points in this game. I'm going to start with Earl the Pearl. This is another Jekyll and Hyde game. Two streaky teams. That, you know, Vikings, I don't think, are as good as their record is. Cardinals are, you know, you never know which team's going to show up. But uh, I just think the Vikings are, it's a lean for me, but I like the Vikings, even though it's in Arizona. They're just, they're a better team than Arizona. Mel? I don't trust the Vikings uh, record, that's for sure. But I would definitely say Vikings uh, if I was going to make a play here. But I'm not going to make a play. I'd say stay away. So a few things in this game. It's an interesting game. The first thing is this will be the Vikings' fifth home game against two road games. I'm not sure we know, just like uh, Mel said, how good their 5-1 and one record really is. Their last three home wins were by 4-3-7. and seven. So it's interesting, the Cardinals getting three and a half points in this game. Um, Cardinals are a much better road team. They have lost 10 in a row at Minnesota. So if they lose, you know, this week it'll be 11. My gut is I would lean to the Arizona Cardinals getting, again, three and a half. It's a very similar game to the Detroit game for me, although they're on the road. But again, Arizona is a much better road team. So my guess is lean. Arizona, nothing worth betting there. And just to give you the betting breakdown on that game, and unfortunately, here we go. The public is pounding Arizona. 76% of the bets and 89% of the money is on Arizona. It's the second highest public game of the week taking Arizona over Minnesota. So that should give you a little insight into that. On to the Bayou, baby. On to the Bayou. The New Orleans Saints against the not Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. Saints coming off the 42-34 loss in Thursday night football. The Raiders coming off. Hold on, I'm at a standstill. 38-20 over the Houston Texans at home last week. The Raiders giving one and a half to the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to start with Earl the Pearl. 49 and a half is the total. Well, I like the Raiders in this one, and I rarely pick it a visiting team to blow out the home team. But 
As of uh, today, Michael Thomas, Lattimore, Landry, and uh, Troutman, the tight end, are, did not practice. That's a lot of a lot of firepower for the Saints to not have. Uh, the Raiders are, I think, their last three weeks, they've scored over 33, 34 points. Yep. So they're uh, they're on a roll offensively, and it's not like the Saints are known for their defense. So this is a play for me. I like the Raiders on the road. Wow. Mel? You almost talked me into a play here. I, 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 <laughs> I feel like, you know, that the Saints keep getting worse and the Raiders are getting better. It's pretty obvious here. Take the Raiders, but... The real betting action on this game is the over-under on the amount of arrests, arrests, arrests of Raider fans on Bourbon Street over the weekend. I'll that's go, the real betting. I'll go 1,200. <laughs> so that's it. Raiders fans on Bourbon Street. Are you kidding me right now? I mean, Raider fans in Vegas Raider is scary. Raider fans anywhere, but it, you know, they're going to go Raider Nation and Bourbon Street. It could be, could be nasty. What do you think, Mel? What's your take on that? I'd say, no, I'd say stay away from this game, but I think you're going to play it. You're going to play it, I would take the Raiders. Okay. I mean, my feeling on this game is, you know, the Raiders have been using the run effectively. It's giving Derek Carr more time. You know, obviously, Darren Waller is a question mark if he's going to return or not in this game. As Earl said, New Orleans is hobbled and has issues. You know, the pros are on the Saints in this game. Um, I like this game in a tease. It's not going to be, again, the other side of my tease, but it's a good little teaser spot. If I were leaning, I'm leaning to go New Orleans in this game. Uh, just more on the movement, what I'm hearing from different groups that they really, really like the Saints against the Raiders. On to New York, the New York Jets. Unbelievable New York Jets that are 5-2. and two. Pittsburgh, Miami, Green Bay, and Denver, they've won four straight. Go up against the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. Bill coming off a 33-14 embarrassing win or lost Monday night against the Chicago Bears. This line opened one. The Patriots are up to two and a half. I'm going to start here. This is my double lock of the week. This is a play. This is the Patriots and Bill Belichick to beat the New York Jets. There is no way in my mind that Bill Belichick is going to go into the New York Jets with their players out, they're injured. I think Elijah's out. Elijah Bear, um, Elijah Barrett. I'm saying there's, there's a, there is an Elijah Bar Elijah Barrett player, but but he's not league. on the Jets. Yes, no, I know, but there is Elijah old. Barrett something on the t in the, in the yeah. league. Yeah, they the Jets running back is out, and I'm forgetting the name, but the, their their star running back is out. Again, I do. This is a monster bet for me. I'm money lining New England just so you guys know, and not laying the two and a half, but for this podcast. I will lay two and a half with the New England Patriots. Pearl? Oh, that's Brees Hall, the running back. Brees Hall, exactly. Who's out. And uh, also Elijah. This is a very bizarre game. Hold on, wait a minute. Earl, go ahead. Well, I mean, also Elijah Vera Tucker. Elijah Vera Tucker. So that's yeah. it. Even with those two losses, I like the Jets at home. Wow. You know, is that a lean or a play? It's a lean. But, okay. you know, we got to remember all these great games that Belichick coached and his hailed genius of young quarterback manipulation with the other team. He had Tom Brady. You know, it's just Mac Jones ain't Tom Brady. So, and, and Belichick's a great coach, but, like, let's be honest. If they don't have Tom Brady, Bill Belichick loses probably 30% of those games. So, uh, I'm not of the school that Belichick is just incredible coach. Uh, I like the Jets. They love that coach, speaking of coaches. And uh, I think at home, they're going to pull together. Okay. You got to lean on that, Mel? 
I, you, you're going against every rule here in the book. I mean, they're, they're, the Jets are on a winning streak. They've been going into places of winning, and they, they're the home underdog, which I'm a little bit miffed at. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, what's, the, what's the fireman's name in the Jets crowd that has the, hat, the helmet on and gets pumped up. Yeah. He got, that guy got a commercial out of doing all that, by the way. So wear a helmet with their team logo on at the stands. You'll get a commercial. And uh, I'd say Jets, but it's not a play. That's a lean. But, you know, I – I got to go with the Jets here. Let's keep riding that wave up in there in the Big Apple. 58% and 73% of the money on New England. Public definitely more on New England. Will be a very, very interesting game. We'll see if they rebound. Philadelphia Eagles at home coming off a bye. The only undefeated team in the NFL. Last played on Sunday, October 16th and won 26-17 to Dallas. They are playing... Earl the Pearls Pittsburgh Steelers coming off a 16 to 10, as we talked about in Miami. 10 and a half point line, Philadelphia off the bye. The total is 43 in this game. I'm going to start with Mel. 1974 Miami Dolphins will be popping champagne bottles after this game's over. The Steelers got to go in there and win this game outright. This is a play for me. Wow. Big Earl just gave me the, my injury reports to TJ Watts questionable, which means he's coming back. The Eagles are not going to keep winning. They're due to lose. This is the NFL. It's any given Sunday. Steelers on the win outright. Take them, spread, money line, boom, boom, double winner. Wow. All right. Earl the Pearl. This is going to be a, a very close game. You know, the Eagles probably have the best quarter uh, cornerback tandem in the league. So they're going to be able to shut down the Steelers receivers for the most part. But, uh, you know, if Watt comes back, you know, the Steelers, every game but the Buffalo game has essentially been a one score and under loss. So they're not quite as bad as you think they are. Um, I like the Steelers. It's a play for me. Wow. Um, yeah, baby. Go ahead, Arl. It, it's, there's definitely some potential for a blowout from the Eagles, you know, if, if Pickett is a bad game with those cornerbacks. But uh, I like what I saw from Harris, and I think that'll help him. And I think the tight end, the play is the tight end for the Steelers will be a essential part of their victory Sunday. Okay. My feeling on this one, if I, again, not a play for me, if I had to lean, I would lean Pittsburgh. I think it's way, this should be an eight and a half point line. And, you know, Mel's right. You know, teams that are six and oh and undefeated, I don't care if they're coming off the bye or not. They kind of have bullseyes on their back. The Pittsburgh Steelers, with the exception of Buffalo's 38-3 win a few weeks ago, they rarely get blown out, and I think this is a game that, like both of these guys said, is going to stay close. I think Philly will probably end up winning the football game, but I think it'll be between 7 and 10. I think Tomlin brings heart out of his teams for the most part, and my lean would be on this game to Pittsburgh. 63% of the bets are on the Eagles. 51% uh, of the money is on the Steelers, so a little more of the bigger bets backing the road, Pittsburgh Steelers. On to Houston, the Houston Texans against the Tennessee Titans. There's been rumors that Tannehill wasn't going to play. I'm seeing now by the line movements, it looks like he probably will. He's been banged up. The line is now two and a half points, Tennessee on the road in Houston. Houston coming off getting beat by 18 in Las Vegas. Tennessee coming off a 19-10 win against the Indianapolis uh, Colts. Tennessee's second road game. Uh, I'm going to start here, and this is going to be a play for me. I'm going to take the Houston Texans plus two and a half to cover and, in my opinion, beat the Tennessee Titans 
at home. I think this is a stinky game. I don't think the Titans are very good. Vrabel usually has his team prepared. The Texans are going to try to control the clock with run. They'll be moderately effective that way. Um, I just, I've seen these games over and over and over again. And I think that this is one of those games that rookie running back Damian Pierce is going to get his chance to upstage Derrick Henry. And I see the Titans winning this game. Mel? Uh, that's a good call there. Uh, you know, home dog again here in the NFL. I like the Texans, but it's a lean for me. It's kind of an ugly uh, game to me. And uh, is, it, is, it, is this the lowest Nielsen rating game of the week? Possibly. So I'd stay away. But if I was going to have, have to make a play on it, I'd take the Texans. Home dog. Okay, Pearl? Well, here's the thing. Tannehill has an ankle injury, and that... Yep. That uh, Titans offensive line is leakier than a porn star's beaver. So <laughs> uh, I'm going to actually go with the Texans. Uh, if Tannehill was completely healthy, I'd probably swing their way. It's a lean for me. But uh, I don't think the Texans are as bad as their record is. I mean, they're not great. Don't get me wrong. But uh, I think they'll be, with Tannehill's uh, lack of mobility, they'll stack the line, stop Henry as best they can. And so I like the Houston Texans. 67% of the bets are on Houston, 50-50 money down the line. So bigger bets on the Titans. I'm telling you guys, this is one of those games you're going to see. Houston win this game 24-12, 24-15. It's one of those weird games. On to Indy, the Indianapolis Colts against the Commanders. This past week, Matt Ryan being benched, and they bringing in this backup, Erlinger, to be the quarterback for the Colts for the rest of the season, they say. What's weird is they have they have Nick Foles there. I don't understand why they're not playing him, but the reality is right now this line was six. It's down to three. A lot of the sharp money is on the Washington Commanders in this game and Taylor Heineke. Uh, three points, 39 and a half is the total. Let's start with Mel. The Commanders looked good last week. Uh, I'm surprised to see, uh, but I guess, I guess Green Bay is really bad. Um, uh, but, you know, the quarterback situation in India is very suspect here. So I'd stay far away from this one. What do you think, Earl? Yeah, I like the uh, commanders. It's, uh, you know, the Colts offensive line is pretty bad. And, uh, you know, Erlinger looked good in preseason, but this ain't preseason anymore. So uh, it's a lane for me, but I like the commanders. Their defense is very fast, puts a lot of pressure on a younger QB, six-round pick. He's not used to what he's going to see in two days. Yeah, the public, a lot of the public's on the commanders. 69% and 70% money in bets are on Washington. Six down to three. Pros on Washington, public on Washington. Personally, my lean would be Washington as well. I like usually to go contrarian with the home team. I think Indy's shot. I think Washington has a good front. I think Tyler Haneke, Heineke is a... Uh, quarterback who can manage a game, not great, but decent. And I think Washington wins this game by at least three to seven points outright. Uh, big game in Los Angeles. Big game. Big, big game. Rams coming off a bye. 24-10 was their last win against Carolina. San Francisco with McCaffrey got embarrassed 44-23 last week at home to the Kansas City Chiefs. One and a half is the line. San Francisco favored on the road against the Rams. Boy, this is going to be. Now, remember, San Francisco has owned the Rams in the regular season. 
okay? The Rams got the win last year in the in the NFC Championship game to go on to the Super Bowl and eventually beat the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. But this is a game that is a tough, tough game. I'm going to give my real quick. This is a, from my perspective, again, won't be my two-team teaser, but a really good teaser spot for the Rams, taking them up to seven and a half. If I had to bet this game, I would lean San Francisco. I think they keep their dominance coming off of shellacking. I think they're going to win in this football game. Pearl? I like the uh, 49ers in this one. I mean, this is a pick em game, basically. I'm still not sold on Stafford being completely healthy. And, uh, you know, Jimmy G, you know, he's not going to put up big, huge 400-yard, three or four touchdown games anymore. But, uh, you know, he doesn't lose you games. Uh, and even though the Rams defense is pretty good, he's a pretty smart QB. So uh, I like the Niners. No. I the I I think that this Niners team has the Rams number. I mean, if that kid doesn't drop that interception for the Niners in the NFC Championship game, it's the Niners in the Super Bowl, not the Rams. Uh, yeah, the Rams to me, uh, you know, uh, it's even last year with the Super Bowl championship, I think overrated, and I think that the the Forty Niners got their number. And I think the Forty Niners, Christian McCaffrey's going to come in here and have a, a much better game than he did last week, and he's getting more involved in the system. And I, if I'm I would say 49ers. I'm not, it's not a play, but I would definitely say 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, and that's going to be the game of the week to really, really dive into. We'll see. I mean, we'll see if boy wonder for the Rams can get out under Shanahan's uh, curse. All right. Seattle Seahawks at home, probably in my opinion, one of the most surprising teams in the NFL coming off a 37, 23 JB told you win over the LA chargers against the other, oh my God, New York Giants, 6-1, and one, who beat Jacksonville 23-17. The Giants just keep doing it. They beat Green Bay by five late in the fourth quarter. They beat Baltimore by four late in the fourth quarter. They beat Jacksonville late, 23-17. I'm going to start here. This is my second strongest pick of the week after New England. I like Seattle minus the three against the New York Giants. I think Geno Smith, this is the game a statement game for Seattle. This is, I don't know how many times a team can go on the road and be coming from behind and continue to win. One, two, three, four of their six wins or four of them have been in that same model. I think Seattle wins this game by at least seven points. I love Geno in this game. Seattle is a play for me. Mel? Yeah, I was talking to a Giants fan the other day. He says, I don't trust them. I'm a Giants fan, but I don't trust them. And when it goes bad, it's going to go really bad. And I think that, you, you know, just look at the numbers. It's like, that's why I picked Philly. That's why I picked, uh, you know, uh, Chicago to uh, to beat or Pittsburgh to beat Philly because, um, you know, six in a row. I mean, six wins, six and one now, the Giants. They barely beat the Panthers. They just keep eking out wins. I think this is the week that the Giants, they're due to lose, number one. And number two, they're going all the way to Seattle after a tough game of playing playing an away game last week. And I think Seattle kicks their ass. It's not a play for me. I, I almost want it to be because I'd say bet the farm on Seattle. But um, uh, it's not going to be a play for me because I'm going to explain why I'm doing that. I'm not going to do that okay. as a play. But uh, I'd say if you're going to take a team here, take Geno. All right, Earl. Uh, this is as close to as of a play as I would like to give it's not a play for me but i do think the seahawks will win you know the giants have uh, two injuries on the offensive line 
And although Metcalf is injured, I still think the Seahawks have enough. Yeah. Especially at home. Uh, this yeah. was in New York. I might lean the other way, but it's a lean for me. But I think the Seahawks are uh, looking good in this game. Gino. Gino. All right. Sunday night, the Buffalo Bills coming off a bye. Oh, when they beat KC 24-20. These teams coming off buys at home are so strong. They're playing against the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers, who have just been a disgrace. Three back-to-back losses. Back-to-back-to-back. They lost to the Giants, Jets, and Washington. Can you imagine losing to the Giants, the Jets, or Washington? All of them. It's insane. Now they go to Buffalo. They're 11, or excuse me, they're 11-point underdogs. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has been an 11-point underdog in the last, I think, 10 or 12 years. It's the Bills and the Packers. If I was leaning, it's weird. I would hold my nose and take the Packers plus the 11 and pray, but I wouldn't go near this game. I do like the under as a primetime under. I like under 48 in this game, a Sunday night game. Let's go to Pearl. Uh, this is a play for me. I, I think, uh, do I have a, one more play, right? You actually, no, you you said Chicago, Las Vegas, and Pitt. Okay, never do mind. Do you know, but do you want to, you can put this in if you want to. No, no, wanna... I mean, because I, I still like okay. those games. But so if, strong lean. If we did four plays, yeah. I, uh, I, I think Buffalo is going to kill them. Okay. Uh, you know, Rodgers is a great quarterback, but seeing him with that offensive, uh, you know, unit that he's, using right now it's like seeing a great actor in a, in a bad movie it's like seeing gene hackman and porky's four it's just not <laughs> uh you know people are thinking about the packers teams from the glory days this is not one of them and buffalo yeah. at home i i think it's gonna be ugly i like the over in this game actually so you you feel very strongly about buffalo and over 48 in this i think game. they're gonna blow the packers out which is insane to say right because of rogers but this isn't you know 10 years ago all right so guys earl was two and oh on thursday night he's giving you a very strong strong lean on taking buffalo and the over to bonus on sunday night well, it's a double pearl. pearl package Thank you heard you, that earl. danny greenberg and all you crazy ones out there yeah, greenberg. Greenberg. all right melly mel what do you think on this game? Uh, this is a play for me packers oh. Wow. Plus oh, the points. I, the Jets, the Giants, and the Commanders are all proving to be better teams than we we figured as much as I just got done talking shit about the Giants. But uh, so those three losses in a row, hey, maybe weren't such such bad losses to good teams. Uh, so I think that Aaron Rodgers bounces back. Big-time players step up in big games. And I think Aaron Rodgers is a big-time player. And I think he's going to step up. I think they're going to do something here. So I, I say Packers here. Yeah, 57% of the bets, 78% of the money. The public is definitely diving in on the Packers getting getting all these points. It'll be interesting to see Sunday night. You've heard it here. We go on to Monday night, the Halloween special, both orange teams. We got the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. It's the Battle of Ohio. The Bengals, three-and-a-half-point favorites right now. Actually, it dropped to three, excuse me. Bengals coming off a 35-17 win against the Falcons. Browns coming off a 23-20 loss to Baltimore. You got Joe Burrow in Cleveland. Interesting game. Let's start with Mel. Uh, the Battle of Ohio. Uh, wow, this is a tough one. It's in it's in Cleveland. I'd have to say home dog on Monday night football. And that's the, that's the rule of thumb. That's a tried and true rule. Home dog Monday night. Go with Cleveland. It's not a play for me. I gave up my three already, but... Uh, if you're going to take anybody, take Cleveland. Pearl? Uh, I like the Bengals here. I just think the Browns uh, 
secondaries is pretty putrid right now. And uh, I think as long as Burroughs attacks early, there's no way they'll the Browns secondary will be able to keep up with them for all four quarters. So I think this will be a 10-point win for the Bengals on the road. So I actually agree with Earl. I think the Bengals are probably the play here, minus three. I think that it's a tough game because a, a Monday night dog coming off a loss, you normally would say. Bengals are 4-1 and one straight up, 5-0 and oh against the spread in their last five games as they head to this lake to face Cleveland that's lost four in a row and seems to be biding its time until Deshaun Watson becomes eligible to take the field. It'll be really, really interesting to see how this plays out. Public, definitely, definitely more on the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, we'll see what happens there. All right, let's go to Mel for his money line parlay of the week. Money Mel. line straight plays in parlay. Money line, and, and I, I, out of the three games that I picked, guys, I think that we're in week eight. This is the time of year when funny things happen. And out of those three plays, I think something funny is going to happen in one of those games out of those three that's going to change the course of the season for some of these teams. And I'm going to say Steelers, money line. Packers, money line. And parlay the two. So two of the biggest underdogs on the board. They are the two biggest underdogs on the board. Bet them straight. Packers, Steelers, take half your bet. Bet half on the money line. All right. With the parlay. With the parlay. JB's teaser of the week. Here we go. The Dallas Cowboys down. We're going to do a seven-point teaser here. So we're going to pay extra juice. We're going to take the Dallas Cowboys down to two and a half points to beat the Chicago Bears at home. Dallas minus two and a half. And our other teaser leg, we're going to add it with is we're going to come back and we're going to, I can't believe I'm doing this. I, I, it was a tough call for me between Houston taking them up to eight and a half or the Denver Broncos. I am going to go with the Denver Broncos plus nine and a half in London against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So it's Dallas minus two and a half, Denver plus nine and a half. And again, if you really, really want to be a little ballsy, you do a wheel, you do Dallas, Houston, and Denver. It would be three teases. And you just take the three of those because I think those three games are going to win on the teaser side. He's going to lay 130 on that, Earl. What do you think? That's triple juice. I mean... He's triple juicing it, the, the, the lover. That's pigskin lover. That's what like, the lover does. Boom, he's a, boom. He's a riverboat gambler. He's a Earl, riverboat gambler, Earl. baby. Like riverboat Ron Rivera. Let me ask you guys. Yeah. This, we, Tampa's on a bye this week? or No, they played, they played last they night. They played last night. You gave out the pick. Usually yeah. about Baltimore, but we, oh, we, were, yeah. we weren't live. Because I really... That Thursday night game, I really want to analyze this week. Because uh, they play Baltimore. Are you guys down or you guys? <laughs> they just played Baltimore. We, we have, I'm just fucking with we you. We have guys. a time machine. Hey, Earl, I have Let's a question. Let's get that time machine. Hold on, Earl, Remember I have a question. For, two? Sorry, Earl. I just hit my head on the rock. Earl, for you, <laughs> for you, I have a question. Is there a total, Earl, that jumps out at you as the monster total of the week? I know you gave out I think, one um, on this podcast. Already. I just wanted to see if you guys were paying attention. Yeah. Um, we know you did. Um, is there any totals, any games you just think? He just said, he said, I mean, I like the Lions at home. Uh, that total, uh, yeah, just over or under, uh, over. Um, so you even think there'll he, be points in that game, yeah. I, I, so I just Miami didn't impress me, uh, and I think, um, you know, like I said, if the Steelers had TJ Watt, I think they win that game. So um, it's 51 or all that. Game. Oh, I know. I mean, the, the I clocked the Lions in on this game 35 to 40 points. 
Wow. Um, Goff loves to throw interceptions too, and they're on the turf. So yeah. And I think even if I'm wrong, you know, one of these teams is going to have to throw a lot in the second half. So it's, I think it's going to be a lot of scoring in that game. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to see guys that that wraps it up for week eight. First of all, I want to say a quick, quick little shout out to the diamond, Darren Weinstock, David Hockman, law enforcement. You're the greatest. We got Monty. We got Foon, Saul, all these crazy people. Danny Greenberg. <laughs> Greenberg. Danny Greenberg. And uh, dinner. we're going to talk real quick. Earl, do you want to give a little shout out to our sponsor? Yeah, as you guys know, if you're ever in the 305, I know a few of my fans were there last week after the Steelers lost. And you want to slab, you want to do the New York fold, uh, just contact our boy, Tommy Pooch. He owns Pooch. an eatery called Pooch's Pizza. <laughs> Best pizza, 305. You take two pieces, you fold them together, and you get the New York fold in my there you go. I love that. You know that, Earl? Yeah, Earl Monty, Tommy. Fantastic. Monty. I want to give a special <laughs> shout out to... Pally High, Palisades High School football team, favored by seven over Venice High School. Are you betting and, high school? Yeah, of course. Games? I bet nine-year-old football, flag football. But Pally High goes up against Venice High tonight. You can tune in on Facebook Live, Palisades High football, and the winner, they're both seven and two, the winner takes the division. So let's go Dolphins at the Stadium by the Sea on Temesco Canyon in Pacific Palisades, California. Pally High Dolphins, minus seven. Take them all day long. And I'd like to do a quick, quick shout-out to Monty Abramov, realist, uh, realtor of the stars. Realtor of the stars. I mean, he just got, went to a new company also. He's doing, I know. Wow, went I didn't to Beverly, know that. Beverly Hills Estates. You're Beverly Hills right Estates. Now. This is wow. a guy who is selling $20 million homes. And I used to walk through supermarkets with him, and he would squeeze ding-dongs. <laughs> so, Monty. Right. Monty so, has uh, really gone further outside of JB. So uh, proud of Monty. Monty could, is the only guy I know that could have a full meal walking through a supermarket and not spend a dollar. So, guys, on that note, I'm sure going to love that. In any case, guys, thank you for tuning in week eight. Let's see where we are by next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend halloween weekend earl's going to be dressing up we're not going to tell you what he's going to be dressed up as and from this point forward see ya